Hello everybody, welcome to Barcast. I'm Mark, I'm the gamer. My co-creator obviously is Chris, the singer. Welcome. Episode two, we made it. Oh, we did indeed. I hope everyone enjoyed the first episode. If you haven't heard it, do go check out our channel or do check us out on Spotify. We are on there now if you do fancy a listen. Or Anchor or Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes. We're on all of them now. You cannot avoid us. We're somewhere where you are listening. Available for your ears wherever you go. I indeed. And we've got such beautiful voices. Well, some. Anyway, this this week, uh, well, this episode, we thought we were going to give you a more of a general update of how things are going with us and what we've been doing over the past couple of weeks. Hmm. So, so let's get into it. So, Chris, I've heard uh, you've been watching a few new movies. Uh, anything caught your eye these past few weeks? Well, unsurprisingly, it has to be Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Oh! Yeah, um, basically, I've heard a couple of songs, so, you know, since Hamilton's been a thing. Um, I used hmm. to watch a YouTuber, uh, T with a T-Rex, and she did a cover of Dear Theodosia. And, you know, that's oh, okay. what sort of got me hooked on, you know, but I didn't want to watch Hamilton. No, I didn't want to listen to all the Hamilton tracks <laughs> without watching Hamilton first. Because oh, I, I, I didn't want any, you know, spoilers. I want to watch the show and get the full context. So, you know, I had a couple of versions of Dear Theodosia. And through watching TikToks, uh, I, you know, I heard bits of like other songs. Hmm. But, you know, it came on to Disney Plus about 10 days ago for me. Um, okay. Which will be two weeks ago by the time this podcast goes out. Um, but, yeah. but So when it came on to Disney Plus, I was just like, okay, I'm watching it this weekend. And I have to see what it's like. And I loved it. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> good to hear. I mean, I've listened to, you know, I instantly downloaded the whole original soundtrack onto my Spotify. No. Listen to it on the way to and from work. I've probably listened to that more than I have my songs ready for the open mics. You know, but you know, no one else was in the room where it happened. And you know, <laughs> we had I just had to do it. And the story is great and it's not the perfect representation of what happened back then. And you have to take that into account. It is still a work of fiction, but it doesn't take it away that it is fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant to hear then. So any songs in particular of the uh, piece that you enjoyed the most? Um, yeah, there's, there's a few. Um, I'm going to go for it. It's Quiet Uptown, which is just a lovely song. It's like, the whole thing's about six minutes long, and it's got a proper like story. It's quite late on. Um, okay. I'm trying to say things about spoilers in case anyone hasn't seen it. Oh, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I understand And that. the other one is basically all of King George's songs, because they are really funny, and they're just completely different to the rest of the musical, and you have to watch it or listen to the soundtrack to know why. Or okay. if you're on TikTok, you'll definitely know why. 
I, I take it's trending quite a it, lot on there. It trended. It, it trended quite a lot at the start of this year. And then it started trending again when Hamilton got uploaded to Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. I can see that happening, yeah, because obviously TikTok nowadays, any trend, they are way ahead of us. Almost like what Vine used to be in the day. Yeah, well, Vine, you know, Vine, you know, six seconds, it sort of unfortunately got, you know, shut down. Then hmm. got Musically, I believe. Yeah. Like the mouth. Like the first thing of like you know mouthing over things and dancing, and I believe, and I might be wrong, but I believe musically turned to TikTok. Oh, okay. So hmm. didn't know that. I think that's what it was. Uh, that's, that's just... I mean, I've only been you know on TikTok for a couple of months, and I literally just—it's been a real like like serotonin giver during lockdown. You know. Hmm. I'm alone a lot, living alone. So, you know, just being able to watch other people do what they love and just, A, it's inspiring for me to work harder because I'm like, oh my goodness, look at how much effort that person's put into that drawing or that cosplay or the dance or the singers on there. Just like everyone does such a great job on it. Hmm. Unless it's straight TikTok. Do not use straight TikTok. It's not good, apparently. Just go to gay TikTok. It's great. <laughs> More creative, probably, yeah. Creative, dancers, just not straight. Um, but yeah, it's just a really good time filler. All right, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess a bit of everything on the platform. If- Got cosplays. I mean, the best thing as well is that if you ever see someone cosplay, it inspires other people to do the same. Exactly. Uh, I think I've got a couple of uh, favorite cosplayers on at the moment. One of them's a German called uh, oh. Clary. She does a really good toga, you know, from My Hero Academia. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, does a really good toga. There's a few good Harley Quinns on there. I wish I could remember the name. Harley Quinn always, always was a popular thing that everyone yeah. did. I remember the, the uh, Halloween, it's just so many. Poison Ivy, there's a couple of good ones there. There's a, <laughs> someone who basically focuses on villain cosplays. And I'm just like, that is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, because I mean, I mean, the main thing I've always liked is I've liked the villains because if you go to like Marvel and DC, I mean, like, imagine Ultron. That was an epic design for a character. And then going to DC, you've got Bane. And he was such a good, strong character. (laughs) No, you need... I think if you get like a cup, you can sometimes do it, like get the echoey voice. Yeah. Or spend uh, a whole time deep underground and maybe you'll naturally get the voice. (laughs) He wears a mask, though. I can't imitate a mask just by going underground. You know, it depends what happens underground. You might awaken, <laughs> go through the trials, or razzle all them. Yeah, maybe, maybe, or, you know, just not. True. And, you know, just, you know, live my kind of life and not razzle ghouls or bane. Mm. I don't think I'm breaking people's backs. Just the bats. 
No one else that we know of. That we know of. I mean, he did kill pretty much everyone on that plane. Yeah. That was quite a good scene, actually. How they did it, how they filmed it. Good opener. Hmm. That was a shocking one. Definitely makes you scared of Bane. If you're not ready for it. You just oh, I liked the Bane. Oh, yeah, he was great. Oh, yeah. Tom Hardy played him, didn't he? Yes. Yes, the amount of roles that Tom Hardy's actually played, it's quite amazing. Mm. And he's both in DC and the Sony side of Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, he's good. I mean, I've always liked him. Yeah, he's, he's a good actor. I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to. I think, I can't remember if it's late this year now, but I think it's Venom 2 which stars Carnage is either around the October time. So that would be quite interesting to see um, how it would play out. We've got the vampire one first, haven't we? Oh, God, I can't remember the title, but yes, that one seems quite interesting. Jared Leto. Hmm. Which would be an interesting role to see. No, no. That's not... It's going to be exciting, whatever. It does look... And it actually links the Sony side of Marvel with Marvel Marvel because it's got the future in. Yeah, I mean... It's it's actually got main Marvel villains in it. And rumoured, J. Jonah. Oh! Only rumoured. So he might Hmm. be the end. He might be the new Stan Lee. Hmm. Which would be cool, to be fair. Yeah, it would be actually like obviously cameos and that. Yeah, we need we need some legend to hmm. constant cameos. If it's yeah. not him, it has to be Deadpool or Groot. Everyone loves Groot. Yes, they do. So yeah. So have you been watching anything recently? Not not myself. In the case of movies, I went back to reading. Um, just a few like history books and stuff like that about Vikings because of uh, the one of the new games that's coming out is um, Valhalla from like the uh, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah, I, yeah. Saw, I saw that on Twitter uh, the other day. I'd say Assassin's Creed mm. one of the few games that I did get to play, and so hearing about Valhalla is gonna be that, that could be quite a fun game, yeah. I mean. Cause, all the history, how you got in it, the game and tool, and um, the combat style. And I, what I always loved, that I always wanted to try and do, was actually make almost an axe with engravings. However, it's very hard to get, because um, you actually do need the proper anvil, and you've got to melt in the metal and carve it, and yeah, you, you, I haven't got the means to do that. No, no. Um, you definitely need the right equipment to do that. To be fair, there's that's probably one of the things if you like spoke about it online, like if you got talking to someone on social media, you could probably find someone like that. I mm. there is there are plenty of TikTokers that make their own weapons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, a lot of them are fake weapons, but you know, it'd be a starting point. Oh yeah, I mean like and then the, the... you know, you could get your you know, fake one, you know, to start with. So, so you can get like the design you want, right? And then you've at least got it. 
you know, if you want to, you know, cosplay or whatever you want to do with it. Hmm. And then when, you know, things are going better and you've got time and you've got the equipment, you can make the real one. That would be interesting. The other thing is, I would not want the, uh, the police to come over and say, oh, he's got, he's a blacksmith. He's making an armory. Stop him. I think you'd be all right. Maybe. As long as I said it was for cutting down trees and not for raiding. Or if you just say it's um, it's cosplay. Sure. It's fake. Just say it's fake. Providing mm. they don't pick it up. Oh, yeah. Or you could just... Like for, you're not worthy. Or you could just, you know, hang it on the wall. You know, like all those old houses where you just like hang things on the wall, like swords and stuff. Just go, it's, it's decorative. It's actually mm. like... It may seem super heavy, but it's just because it's decorative. I mean, that would be one of my aims. Mm. One of my aims would be to get like a decorative pieces purely for the fact that it's so cool. And if you consider how the uh, Vikings used to fight, I mean, double double axes, you could fight with anything. And they used any weapon they could get their hands on. And it was just, that's what I'm looking forward to, Valhalla, because you get to do it you then find out how the Vikings did settle into the UK and how, if they did go in and the start, obviously it's not going to be too accurate how exactly it went because it still needs to be a game where you could form alliances. But and obviously you get to see how the Norse and the Saxons were getting along or not getting along if they built alliances. So... I'm looking forward to it, and the event of uh, Ubisoft Forward starred on Sunday, so that's pretty much what I also watched as well, and found out a few good things. Yeah, uh, Ubisoft. I haven't played a Ubisoft game in quite some time. After, uh, I think the last one I played would have been Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yeah. Hmm. And, I like that. Know, that 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 came out whilst I was in secondary school because I remember the Tabuscus um, ad for it. You know where he takes the ad of a game and he you know, <laughs> he changes yeah. it, he adds words to it. You know, Stargate Ubisoft. <laughs> like uh. I remember watching that so vividly, and I that's what got me to buy the game. That's what, yeah, it was a really good tinkle. Oh, just like, oh my god, I loved it to pieces and I laughed at it. Like, slow mo pan, no, he's the bad guy. Just like, yes, yes, I love it. So, yeah, that was a. That's good. Yeah. So, Mark. Um, mm. We've been talking about you know games and videos and stuff for a little bit. I mean, you know, yep. how's things going generally? You know, you know how's work oh. been? Uh, work's been not been too bad. Um, obviously, I'm keeping morale up where I work because obviously you've got the whole lockdown still. People are still stressing out, making the occasional joke, small talk, break break the ice, as they say. Yeah. Other than that, so it's always good. I mean, each workplace got your own, and you kind of still want to have people talking and not be too fearful of the outbreak so i've been finding not too bad but how about yourself with you yeah well you know we've been back working in the office together 
you know, for the past few weeks. I think this is like the f- the fourth week we've been back f- fully back together. Mm. Uh, you know, we've got perfect screens between us. Uh, but you know, again, it's I have to say the morale has been a lot higher since uh, being back yeah. together. We're working off each other better. Uh, we're slowly actually being up to date on everything, which is been- good. Yeah, it's been fantastic actually being back together. We didn't actually realize how much we liked working together. You know, we got on. We've always got on in that mm. office, the three of us. But it wasn't until we weren't working together to we realize actually how much we relied on working with each other. Like, oh, I see. So, you know, where you've been still working with people mm. and working on our own. And it did get to us a bit. Like, I, you know, I enjoyed working from home from some parts, but no, it's, I much prefer being in a team. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's different from talking to someone over like a screen and then face to face, because then you can read body language and see where people are coming from. Exactly, yeah. And I rely quite a lot on body language because. Yeah, I can have quite like a, a movie voice. So I will go up, I will go down. I I try and use my voice to talk so I don't always have to look at people or I do a lot of mm. phone talks. Yeah. So I go, really? No, I, I, I emphasize like the voice pattern I use. Mm. Uh, when I get nervous and jittery, I speed up, which you will probably notice. <laughs> <laughs> I also giggle. Um, when I'm face to face with people I don't have to put that effort in yeah I get you so and I can use like I can use my eyes and expressions to talk Mm. so I'm like I can just when someone says something which I'm just like wait what the did you just say I don't have to physically say that and get told off for cussing in front of the director I can just (laughs) drop my eyes and stare like like I don't know how to describe it like raised eyebrows really open eyes and just like what did you mean yeah just like really stare like daunt dauntingly almost like that old viral video of the uh, dramatic was it hamster gerbil or prairie dog where the dun yeah yeah yeah. it's like eyes yeah, it's it's really facial. Mm. I, I tr- uh, it's just useful being able to communicate with body language and vocals, other than just you know, like, yeah, yeah. I can, like, okay, I do get hold of for rolling my eyes a little bit because you can't hear an eye roll. You can see one <laughs> rolling. All people goes, you just rolled your eyes. How can you tell? Because you went. <sighs> I do that deep heavy sigh and I roll my eyes like I even do it when I'm not supposed like when I don't mean to I will just go like it just comes like that natural to me I was going to say it is is a natural response you you never exactly learn it it somehow just comes into nature I don't know why it's either you see it when you're young or but you know it almost it's hard not to know. American 90s cartoons. 
the sarcastic mm. people will always roll their eyes. Like you see Bart do it, you see Bart and Lisa Simpson do it, you see Michael oh, do it all the time. Like mm. every time Homer says something stupid. The same with Lewis to Peter Griffin. I could list a few more, but that's that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know we can go on phrases by listing characters. Yeah, but you know the eye rolls. I mean, Katara and Avatar did it a few times as well. Oh yeah, that was so, yeah. Because you imagine, like when they first met, it was after the first few eventually they did. There was a lot of sarcasm. Like, oh, we're on it, but what they Sarko did. Sarko was sarcasm. Oh, pretty much. That was the best. Uh, Sokka was sarcasm. Uh, Aang was naivety, and Katara was the mother. Yeah. I mean, that's how a lot of people actually learn sarcasm. I mean, obviously, people know it for years, but right. from the generation that grew up with, like, watching Avatar, yeah, but then, yeah, you developed it. So glad when it came back onto Netflix. I mean, the best thing as well is that it wasn't sarcasm that was, like, offensive. It was the funny kind, like, you're going in a bad situation. Oh, maybe we shouldn't go there. Oh, that sounds like a brilliant idea. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know... I have to say, you know, so anyway, yeah, work has been really good. And um, coming on to the personal side of things, because obviously, Mark, you work week on, week off. Yeah. So at the time of this recording, obviously, you're on your week off at the moment. Yeah. So you must, like, I understand that from a week of working, you try and spend a little bit of time to recover from it. But other than that, what do you generally do in this time, other than, you know, talk to me? So obviously, don't know what you do at <laughs> time. You know what I do because I don't shut up. Mm. So, oh, obviously, I do talk to you. You are my best bud, my brother. Um, obviously, I also talk to our friends like Scott and a few others. I've got my crewmates. I will talk to them on the occasion, meet up when I can. Obviously, with the lockdown, I've not just to keep everyone safe, apart from the ones that I work with at sea, because safety and all that and you can't risk it yeah, no, but, hmm. but other than that i mean we both read a lot of uh, manga and like catch up on the latest we both like reading so i do read um obviously as i'm the gamer there's so much i try and cram into a week that i'm off because i don't take any like i can't take my game systems on exactly. because there's no point risking if they get damaged Exactly, and I can't imagine every cabin having a TV. Just like, I, can, I imagine when you finish your shift for that day, because I imagine you work for pretty much half the day. The yeah. The time you're either eating, you know, cleaning, or, you know, using bathroom facilities, or sleep. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Day. I mean, the one thing I've tried to do as well is um, increase fitness much more on fitness so basically trying to get back to the ideal weight we talked about obviously in our first episode what we're doing yeah so so we've we've got our goals i can't remember if we talked about what our goals were no, we did not i do remember we just mm. we were both working on our weights because that is something that i have been working on my end as well uh, we, yeah. for those who just listen to us mark and i are rather big built fellas yeah Teddy bears, in a way. Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's something else in the gay community. Okay. okay. Whereas, so, e- e- either way, we're the best. But, but 
you know, we are huggers, literally <laughs> huggers. You would, if you want to just chill with us, we are like ideal for cuddle therapy. Oh, because we sit, we listen, we'll talk, and we'll cuddle. We're fine. Um, but yeah, we're both working on our weights because you know we're not overly overweight, but we're not exactly healthy sized. Let's say with our like builds. Mm. So we're we're both just working on that a bit. Uh, I'm focusing more on like cardio stuff. And like walks and just like being physical outside because heat is my nemesis and I uh, and I overheat quite quickly. So I'm hoping uh, to work on that. Hmm. And you're working on. So I'm also doing cardio because with, with weights you're building like muscle, but it's not what I want to build. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm doing cardio as well. So I'll do like cycling. So if I'm on the vessel, uh, I'll try and make, make use of the bike that's on board. Um, obviously it's quite fun when it's rough weather because it's like going sway to sides and so <laughs> Um, but at home or I'll try walk same as you, I'll go for a nice walk through some of the parks or just a little walk down the road. Um, I mean, reasonably when I'm working, um, I'm not really sat down. I'm always on the move for like 12 hours, no. pretty much. So I'm I'm not stuck. So I'm always on my feet. So it's not bad, but obviously with fitness, you need to do other things than just walking. Because obviously if you walk so much, your body gets used to it. So yeah. I find if I change it up with a bit of cycling, that also helps. Um, basically, cycling, walking, and if I can, I'll try swimming. Uh, yeah. It's a I used to swim every week, but then it just became impractical. Oh yeah, uh, you know the the place I used to swim changed the um, the membership uh, ownership. They changed ownership, so my membership was no longer valid there. Oh no! So so it, it just became impractical for me to swim, which is a real shame because I was like I was swimming like two kilometers a week which is really actually good it was 40 laps of the pool so 40 ups 40 backs Mm. so yeah so it it would take me about an hour and a half to two hours i did at a moderate pace i focused on doing breaststroke um front crawl tired me out quite quickly All and right. a few years ago I pulled uh, my shoulder oh. too much would inflame it again so I right. was really wary about my left shoulder mm. but no mo- most of my w- time is walks uh, I've got a skipping rope for when I lose a bit more so it doesn't hurt my chest and gut as much as I jump up and down Mm. And skipping is supposed to be a really good cardio exercise. Yeah, because you burn quite a bit because you're moving your hands, you're jumping. And if you do like uh, the jogging on the spot, it's quite tricky. But if you can get the right timing. Yeah, it's, it's a really good exercise. Mm. But that's going to be for when I you know, go down another stone, half a stone, that sort of level. Mm. I want to see 16 on the scales first. 
Let's get go. Yeah. So the main thing is we're loving life at the minute. Um, my health is improving. I've lost a couple of like pounds and I do feel better. Um, I've increased drinking water and oh, yeah, you never yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. As a singer, cause you may be a gift, but as a singer, I really appreciate how much water I have to drink every day. Just, mm. you know, I try and practice as much as I can. I mostly sing in the car, which okay. is not the best for your diaphragm. Cause obviously you're sat really uh, while you're stood so you've got hmm. the support you know sit but i sit up as straight as i can whilst i drive and i sing there which obviously means i have to make sure i'm hydrated before i leave for work at seven in the morning and hmm. when i leave work at five in the evening so i gotta make sure i'm drinking and obviously my job in the office is quite a lot of talking hmm. so that means i'm constantly needing to be hydrated and now podcasting as well even more talking. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, as you uh, are, are singing, um, and you are like a singer, um, is there any recommendations, obviously, with water? Because, obviously, there is a difference between like having cold water and they, like your throat into like, warm or hot. Is there anything like in the singing side that you need to be wary of if you were to sing? Well, liquid-wise, milk is the worst thing to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, milk and dairy products apparently just like clog you up a bit. And just make the vocals a bit hard to come out. Okay. Um, out of the waters, cold water is probably the worst. Oh. It's just too cold. Uh, right. I generally go for tap. Just mm-hmm. plain old tap. You don't even... I literally just flick on the tap and stick a glass under it. I don't wait for it to get cold or hot or whatever. I, so I drink just tepid tap water. Mm. But you have to think that would be what artists are drinking on stage because you can't keep water cold under those lights. True. Yes, they are incredibly warm. Mm. And hot water is generally quite good for you. If you have things like green tea Mm. or black tea, you know, things without milk in, that's generally all right as well because the steam helps open up the pores and just like help loosen things. That's interesting. Which sucks for me because I don't drink any of it. I don't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. If you steam your, you know, steam your throat, it's really good for you. Also, mm. lemon and honey. That's good for yeah. Obviously, sore yeah. throats and everything. Yeah, and the same applies. It's, it's just like a really good lubricant. Hmm. Um, no comment on that. But yeah, I mean, obviously. Not lemonade, though. Lemonade. Oh, lemonade's got to be good. It's nice. Don't want it warm, mate. It's tasty. It's nice cold. Mm. The bubbles are nice. But probably not something you would drink much while you sing. It's just a nice taste changer. It will hydrate you enough. Yeah, exactly. Water is preferred. Yeah, I guess because obviously with our body mainly being made up of water, it's always good. And if you are on stage, as, as we've said, the lights... The warmth. I mean, you've got everyone looking at you as well. Yeah. So the nerves of being on stage that will put you in stress, and stress use you know makes you sweat as well. Mm. Um, there's also you know the energy you need to put on stage. Just like some people 
can get away with just standing there and just singing. Because uh, Adele, she can just stand and sing. Uh, so will Dwight. He's, you know, opera singers are quite good for it. And oh, yeah. big belters, you know, they, they can just stand and sing. Mm. But some really put a lot of effort into the movement, especially the more poppy, hip-hoppy sort of artists. Or even metal artists, the way they rave. I wonder, I wonder if that's similar to like in like with martial artists, because obviously when you do stuff, they do say, or if you go like make a sound when you're doing a move, because it's meant to do like with the energy. So maybe it is the same with singing. If you put in energy in a movement while you're singing, maybe it gives it the extra oomph you need. Exactly. They're using it as to throw the voice. Hmm. And singing is a lot of, you don't want the voice coming out the back of your throat. You want it to come out the front by your teeth. Ah, okay. Not out the nose. You want it resonant mm. through the head, but it's mm. going to come out your mouth forward. And you got to, when, especially as you're going higher, you want mm. to start feeling it going up your head. All right. Yeah. You want to feel it more in your head, like a head voice. Mm. But it's bloody difficult. I can imagine, but I mean, some people, yes, they they have a natural talent and they are sublime singers. But there's still a lot of hard work, and it doesn't matter how good a natural singer you are, if you get hmm. the technique wrong, you won't be able to sing. Yeah, because you don't want to throw your voice, because obviously that is a major thing, and obviously you know when you go ill, literally a sore throat. It means the difference between you can talk like maybe to like fifty lines to something like maybe five if you're lucky. Bum noses as well. Basically. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because you got to think, you're, you need a clear passageway for the air to get up to the head. True. Yeah. And it, sort of, it just sort of blocks you a little bit. So, I wonder, I wonder if Red Skull was ever a good one, because he never had a nose. He had the cartilage there, though. Hmm, but I wonder if you get the same channel things going in. Yeah. I think he would have struggled. Too much air, because obviously there was nothing blocking the. Or was it? Um... It was completely off, wasn't it? Because it's like his his head, his skin almost went all the way in, yeah. like it was all covering around, and yeah. then uh, the it nose completely went because it was just. Such... I think he struggled actually, because the nose is also there as like an extra support, hmm. like. Yeah, you don't want air going out of it too much. But if you have nowhere else for the air to flow, it will mm. go out your mouth when you sing. Oh. And you don't want that because you get a really ha of That's not a great example, but it's, it's an example nonetheless. People get the idea. That, that All I said sense. was air, but one mm. was her, one was uh. Mm. One used a little bit more glottal. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's the same. It's the same with like all, all English, in a, in a way. It's like, depending on how you throw certain letters, it can change anything. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I was never never good at music, because I, I couldn't always read um, the notes, what you had, like, obviously going the high, the low. I could never read. 
Uh, music, it was never a skill that I was good at. Oh, no, I, I can't read music. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't have to be able to read music to sing. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I can read it a little bit, but I don't... Hmm. I can't say, oh, this note is this. I can, I can a little bit. I know, like, that's... But I generally look at the music sheets, you know, okay, I'm going up a little bit here, I'm going down a bit. Hmm. And then what happens is I will listen to the song, I'll record myself singing, and I go, okay, I need to go higher. Mm. Or I need to go lower. It's generally higher. I generally sing everything a bit flat. Once in the blue moon, I'll sing it a bit sharp, but I generally Mm. sing most things a little bit flat because, as Chrissy says, I have a slight anxiety about the high notes and I get scared and I talk myself out whilst I'm singing. And you can watch. Ah. I see. It really annoys her and me because we both know I should be able to do it. But my brain is just like, no, no, sorry, you're not hitting that note today. You may have hit two notes above it the other week, but not today. Screw you. So, yeah, that is a constant mindset for me. So it's a worthy challenge, but you obviously, bit by bit, you break it down. It's It's a great challenge. And you know what? If it weren't for, you know, singing... Mm. I would not be where I am now, as confident as I am. Okay. So That's I wouldn't have thought about, you know, Twitch streaming. I wouldn't I don't think I'd be confident enough to say, Yeah, Mark, do you want to do a podcast? I don't think I'd have the confidence. Well, I'm right. too scared. Singing, awesome. singing has yeah. brought enough of that confidence out that I'm willing to try. Which which is good, and obviously, if people are struggling and they're not feeling, do develop like hobbies at all. And as Chris has just been saying, his singing it's brought him out. Um, I play games, brings me more out because sometimes I have to talk to um, other players and do, I do a lot of teamwork with people. Like uh, obviously, you've got challenges from puzzles and that, so it ain't too bad. So obviously, I get nervous all the time, regardless that I work with people and I've like working bars and pubs, it's it's different between when you're working to when you're actually there in person because if you're there, you're there for a purpose. It's not too bad. You've got that backing you up. But obviously, when you do go into a place and you haven't, it's, you do need something, something to throw out there or something that makes you have a concrete base so you can go in confidently or at least be able to enjoy Exactly. It's just as Mark says. I mean, I have to remember, uh, I have to recall a time where I nearly did give up singing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I had a m- complete mental block, and then I probably had one of my least favorite open mics to date. And an open mic to me is like, yeah, I'm nervous, but I generally have fun because I get to sing, I get to talk to people. <clears throat> But this one was October. It was about two years ago, maybe three. I can't. I think it was two years ago. Okay. Um, and I was singing George Michael's "Going to a Town." Okay. Lovely song, bloody difficult. But you know, I had practiced it a lot. Like <clears throat> I heard that song, I listened to it nearly all the time, and I was 
short. I knew it. Uh, we lowered it a cu- by a tone, so it was easier for me to sing. Mm. So I didn't have to push myself on the high notes as much. You know, got to look after those vocals. Mm. And I personally feel I fluffed it. Completely fluffed it. And then the song I did after, it didn't matter to me. I sung it better. Mm. than the f- But I was so upset about that one song and it got me so unmotivated to carry on singing. That I see. I was like... I was probably a couple of weeks away from just going, you know what, there isn't any point. But I persevered. I pushed myself. I did a singing con. I, I did a talent show. Uh, I, I was going to say singing contest because seven of the eight contenders sung. <laughs> music based. There was only one magician and seven musicians. <laughs> but I came forth. I came dead in the middle of all the singers. That's good. Yeah, it was good. But the thing that got me back on track Hmm. was the three people that beat me, one wrote an original song, and so she did an original song with her backing. All right, yeah. One was a band, played played an original song and all their own instruments. The other one translated a South Korean song and played the piano. Oh, wow. So I just sang a cover to a backing track. Hmm. So did the three people who came after me. So I'm saying I was the best out of the cover artists. That's good. So I will take it that. And that was just enough to put me, you know, back on. It made me enjoy singing just enough. Hmm. And I think it was the first time I'd sung in like a couple of years that wasn't in front of someone I knew like knew quite well because I knew oh, right. I ever sung in front of you or Scott or Max or Luke or in front of my singing teacher Chrissy. So it was a whole new experience. Almost. It was a whole new crowd. I still hmm. to some of them people. Oh, really? It's good. It's yeah. actually quite impressive. Yeah, so I made a couple of friends, and it just got me enough to, you know, it just gave my confidence just a big enough kick to for me not to throw in the towel. And I haven't had a bad one like that in the past two years. That's, that's quite impressive, because obviously you wouldn't have thought of going back out onto a stage as such and no, broke us an hour. No, I, I, and it was it was literally three weeks after. There wasn't a big gap. That's that's quite amazing because yeah. that is short time. That like that you, you're time. on your own and you think about it all the time, and then you've gone on stage and you've done a good performance. Like you became, as you said, in the middle, mm-hmm. and you did well. So going out on the stage, and that must have been so much fun. Your nerves must have been on edge, surely. Oh yeah, my my nerves were shot. Like the thing is, two weeks after that mm. was the Christmas open mic. Ah, yeah, where, where yourself and Scott showed up, and mm. I did um, I did a Thomas Sanders song, and I think, considering how bad the previous open mic went, to go from that to the to the Christmas one, which I think was probably one of my best ones. Oh yeah, it was good. It's a really so good performance. Like. 
me at my most comfortable. Mm. Like that was a month of going down quite heavily down, then getting myself back up. And mm. sometimes you have to go down. It's life isn't about going until you're knocked down. Mm. Life is being knocked down time and time and time again and getting your butt back on your feet. It's the best way to learn. Yeah. And I'm glad I stood up again. Which is good. Mm. And you are more confident nowadays as well. Yeah. Which is good time. Things have improved. Mm. Well, at least I believe so. I would say, yeah. 100% from the day I met you to like nowadays. I mean, look at us now. We're, we're making a barcast on a yeah. channel. Which, many people which we talked about before I mm. had that drop. Wow. So, so um, I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So talking about um, earlier about confidence and, you know, me going onto Twitch. Yeah. Um, obviously, when, I, when the first episode came out, I'd only done my first stream at that point, my first Thursday night stream. Oh, yeah. So I've done a couple more since. I have to say, one of the best things that's come out of these streams, uh, the one I had most recently had a great crowd. It was six viewers. Yeah, it wasn't a big, big number, but it was my <clears> biggest at that point. And we, it was actually nice to see that if things keep going like that, I'm slowly going to get more conversations going. And I have to say, the Thursday night stream I have at the moment... Is probably my favourite bit. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because um, Thursdays are generally, you know, they're a bit of an off day. You know, you've had, well, for me, I've had four full days of work. I've got mm. a half day left, so you know, I need a bit of a boost. Before, mm. You know, Fridays, and this, this stream has just been superb. But, I remember. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. It, was, it was a good one. It was it was just a great stream, uh, but the one before that, mm. um, if you've seen our Twitter, you'll notice we have a new uh, profile picture and a new banner. Well, that was actually designed by one of our listeners, mm. uh, a, a friend of mine from a few years ago, but. In fact, thanks to the stream, I get to talk to her more, which is fantastic. But our friend Natalie, or Miss Vampire on Twitch, um, she designed the new logo and banner, and I think they're just brilliant. Oh, they were outstandingly good. And the weird thing is, is it was only a couple of days ago that me and Chris were doing little sketches on what it could be. Now, we had no input. We didn't give any input towards the creation of what the final piece was we just were talking about the idea and and i i I was you know my thursday stream is a sketch thing and socialize so i was i was sat there i was sketching ideas and you know she went oh what do you think about it oh you know i went there could be like a shield thing i think mark said about a shield and then i you know had a picture of like a bar thing for like a banner, but neither of us were completely sure. Uh, but she went, 
oh, I've got something that will make your day. And then she m- sent it to me over my, uh, the Instagram. Oh, and it was just the banner at that point. And she somehow sketched Mark and I to a really close, like, re- reality of what we look like. To a, to a T, it was, it was so cool because it was every feature. It was like, yeah. you've got the face, the beard, and yeah, the, the shoulders. The deep and for small the, hair, uh, the eye colours. Uh, she, she put a lot of that. And this is going to be our little shout out to Nat, who has been, I'm going to say, our biggest supporter at this point. Yeah. Uh, and she's supported me throughout Crispy Sings as well. Um, so it's a shameless little plug there for you. Check me out. <laughs> and, but it's, it's just really nice that we already have someone that amazing at our side. I got to admit, I was, I was taken like, so it was so amazing to see because I didn't see her first because I was at work and then I saw it and it was like, it was so amazing because the colors, it's beautiful and it stands out and it's not overly detailed. So it stands out and that's what we wanted. It was like the perfect idea and it's just been created and we didn't, say anything it was just perfect and she's done that out of the kindness of her own heart as well mm. we just have to say we love it there oh was, yeah i think there's no other way we can say thank you we love it than thank you we love it yeah that that is the main thing we are forever thankful for it and it was so cool like i couldn't every time i see it i can't stop from smiling because it's so cool and it's so unique. It was made for us and yeah. we're, we're now, and it's good because we all feel like our content is coming out and it's inspiration similar to like when we're talking about with the stage going out, it's, it's a boost because now we know people do like what we're doing and we aim to improve and yeah. to do more for people might want to see. Exactly. Um, I have to say, and the, the and the weird thing is, it gets crazier, Mark. Uh, I don't know if you've seen on our Instagram uh, messages, Mark. Uh, people at home will have seen this because it was a private message. Mm. Uh, one of my old friends from secondary school, uh, he's, you know, he hit us up and he said mm. he likes what we're doing. He has actually asked to animate the shield, the profile picture. Oh! But, you know, this did. So. No, I went, you know what? Go for it. Because mm. really exciting. To, I don't know what he's going to do to it, but I'm excited to see how it turns out. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, could you imagine that? Yeah. Anime. Um, I'm hoping it will be, you know, we'll be able to look at it by episode three. Okay, yeah. Sounds like a good target. Yeah. Uh, it's a good fortnight away yet. Hmm. So... It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. As, I mean, as, as the popular saying is, Rome wasn't built in a day. And exactly. unless you're playing a game, that you could be. <laughs> oh, if you're playing Age of Empires. <laughs> oh, I love that game. It's so fun. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so if you like our content, please consider supporting us on Kofi. So, everybody, obviously, 
we are making this podcast and we are talking. We would like people's ideas and maybe topics which we can discuss. So if you do fancy, you can hit us up on our Twitter, on our Instagram. Our links are going to be available to you. Um, the main thing is that we want is we want to build like a community. So going back to uh, what Chris was talking previously about his Twitch, we were having a good conversation on one of his Thursday streams. Like we were good talking to a lot of people, finding out about them, and it was so good because people from different places. It wasn't just people in the UK. You had people far off. I'm not going to say where exactly. Exactly. It's, I'm like we have people of different cultures and different ages just joining in, hmm. and. If we can get a community building, I think Mark and I will build a Discord. Yeah. So we will have a proper hub. We could call it The Bar. Oh, yes. Just that does sound good. Like mm. where, you know, topics can be open. We obviously, it's a way off yet. We're, we're small. We know this. But we are so looking forward to being able to talk with you as. Mark said, our links are available. Um, if you just go onto our Twitter at CM Bar Chats, you will see a link tree and that will have all our links on it. And the, be- the best thing that we do is we have, we have talks, we play games, and if people just fancy a chat and advice, it's always available. And just drop us a message and if people are ever interested in what we might be doing or our goals, let us know and we can increase it. I mean, if people are liking what we're doing, we do play games. I mean, Chris on Sunday plays like Minecraft. So yeah. if people were well, ever interested. It doesn't blow up. <laughs> well, it didn't blow up. It just overheated and just went, you know what, you're on your own. So, but yeah, Sunday mornings are Sunday morning Minecraft. So I'm. 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. GMT on a Sunday or half seven till half nine on a Thursday. Uh, obviously, mm. I will keep you updated on the bar chats, social media, if plans change. But, but yeah, so like if you anyone fancy, like maybe join us in games and sharing creations with what you've made. And because I mean, on hindsight, it's some of the best games. I mean, what I've posted on our Twitter and like the Instagram was a game called Deep Rock Galactic and it's a fun game because it's it's simple but it's so much fun because it's basically your players like dwarfs and your miners but you've got different roles you go down and you dig and I've been talking and I've been talking with so many other people and the best thing is you've seen the you've probably seen the videos and it's where I'm at it's where I'm at the bar ironically and i'm drinking drinks and it's dancing and it's just so much fun because you're talking with your other people that you got you make the jokes and there are some players that i've gone back into because obviously as we said i do week on week off i've come back and like some people oh i remember you you're the one that's like always dancing and it's just so cool and that is I mean, the gaming community, and obviously same with like the singing community, everyone's so friendly and out there. And the idea is we also want to build one. And it's so massive. Like, our, our obviously, our bar chats is a 
big place because as we said it's where everyone could talk about anything so if you like comics games marvels anything really even drinks food and we go for it all and we want to build a community where everyone feels welcome it will be a safe place and that's our main goal is yeah a nice community yeah it was mark and i are from a small town uh so everyone knows everyone here mm. like you gotta be careful what you say because you know you don't know who you're going to offend but generally mark and i we just make friends and we we've got our f- friend groups and we just have like a family and that is literally what a community is to us we are friends and family with everyone oh, 100%. i mean it, it's just who we are oh yeah uh, a couple of a couple of drinking weirdos <laughs> One who games, one who sings, but will take care and we will listen and we will talk for days. Oh, God. I mean, if not days, at least hours. You would have to with this podcast when you... If you join us late, I apologize. You've got a lot of talking to listen to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. And I mean, you're, you're noticing between conversations. We love to talk and we do... We come from each other, and you're here. We ramble. We'll go from one thing talking to another, but then we'll go back, and then half time we might not go back until like so so long ago. But we know what we're on about. So exactly. the good thing exactly. is, I'm, a, I'm about to do that now. Actually, um, uh, you know, at the start of this podcast, um, I'm going to merge like a couple of things we've talked about over this. Um, hmm. How you know I've got more we've got more confident um we've gotten inspired by all of our like our current fans I think mm. fans because it's like three people that I know for sure Glenn Liam and Natalie um so we need start it's, it's a good it's a great start it's the best start we could have asked for and mm. and all of that and we'll talk about Hamilton there is one there's one song at the start of the second act mm. and it's the, the two main character two of the main characters Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton you know, the, mm. the name role um and they've got two different points of view these characters Aaron Burr is what I would like to call a watcher in life okay they prefer to wait until it's their moment. Hmm. Whereas Alexander Hamilton prefers to work and he works so he gets what he wants. He takes his shot when it comes. He will grab it whenever he can and just keep grinding. He's the grinder. I've always felt like I'm Aaron Burr. Hmm. Okay. I've always like, yeah, I, 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 do my, I do hard work. I will work hmm. hard. But... I've been waiting for the opportunity. But over the past month, especially, especially since seeing Hamilton, I'm mm. changing my mindset and I want to work and get what I earn. Now, I'm okay, not waiting yeah. for it. I'm going to make it come to me. Mm. So, and why will I always work? Why do I always write like I'm running out of time? It's because... Really, you are running out of time. Mm. Like you don't, you don't know when your clock ends. 
No, it's almost like um, that film. What was it? Was it in, was it called In Time? When it's like Justin Timberlake was going through, like you had like a clock on, and if you worked, you added time to it, but you were spending time as well. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. And hmm. I think I've seen that sort of thing on a um, probably on a Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did go around. But g- going back to that time, it's and then the main thing that I like is. I always like the small, small victories, and it builds up bit by bit because everyone sometimes goes ambitiously and it's like there's a big goal, but then you lose track of what's yeah. going along. There's a, there's a saying in my accounts team at work, which mm. is actually a, could be applied to like life goals. Mm. Look after the pennies, the pounds will look after themselves. So basically, if you look after the little things, the small details, the big picture will sort itself out. Mm. Which I think is actually a really clever point to make. Uh, Sorry. No, I see your computer joining in. Yeah, it wants to do uh, something, but it's, it's, it's fine. It won't do anything. Um, but yeah, that's, all, that's, that's quite a good um, saying, actually. It is, yeah. And, you know, I've heard it for a while, but again, it's not until I actually watched Hamilton and I listened to the lyrics through and through mm. that I realized, yeah, if I look after the pennies, if I look after doing the small bits in which I need to do to build up to my big bit, mm. the big bit will be a lot easier to do because I would have taken care of the small detail. Which is, which is, which is Andy. I mean, similar to you with like Hamilton, I've had that with games. Because obviously you've got somewhere you have to make a decision, and one positive thing might lead further down the line to being banned. Or sometimes it's a simple bit of dialogue that you have with someone that can change the whole outcome of what can future happen. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Hmm. And obviously, some things that might be negative in one view, if you're looking from another view, sometimes might help you. Yin and yang. Hmm. Like there is positives and negatives in each everything you do yeah but if you take care of them it you know you sort of optimize what you're gonna get mm. just don't wait no no there's no point in waiting because you never know when something's gonna happen i mean for example with this lockdown obviously now yes it's lifting but yeah. if some people set their hearts out book holidays and are wanting to go there and they might have missed it now, and it might not be the same when they go out there. So, obviously, that's an extreme one, but it's the same regards. If you if you do want to go somewhere, do go see it, experience the culture. I mean, the one thing that I've started doing, and it's ambitious, and I got inspired by Chris, was learning a language. Now, I have tr- I've downloaded the app uh, Duolingo. 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 And the little green owl, yeah. And I've, I've selected to go for something that obviously I do struggle. I struggled when I was doing my Spanish and French. I'm not fluent, I can slightly get by. I'm not doing anything on the podcast related to it because I'm not butchering and embarrassing myself. I'll have one on that, is then you get that. He knows more than me already, so hey, <laughs> I did Spanish, you should see. But obviously, I've, I've but that's the thing. And I've learned, I've learned from the start 
I use uh, Japanese going through. So even if I might not speak it, I can understand it. Ah, very good, very good. And obviously, and obviously Chris, he has posted about it on his own private Twitter. He is learning a language that's very good, but also oh. challenging. Yeah, it really is. And I, I don't know enough to say it really is in that language yet. But good and happened. I'm yeah, I've I've picked up German. I've got German family. I've got friends on Twitter which are German now. No, no. I've got friends now on Twitter who are German. Grammar is very important. <laughs> they were always German. Uh one of them's actually been quite supportive over the past year or so. And he's a composer. Good Mark and he's great. Like he he's another one of those. He is a Hamilton. He is working like he's running out of time. Mm. Like he does the 21 day composers challenges, you know, compose a piece every day. Cool. Like, like, and he's working, he's taking the bus to work, but he's writing while he's on the bus. Right. Yeah. He composes whenever he gets a moment. And he goes, I'm worried about burning out again. Well, when you've got days where you don't have to go to work, sure, compose for that day. Just turn off for a little bit to recharge, but don't completely turn off, I think. Yeah. It does have to rest, because you don't want to burn yourself out. Oh, no, I mean, lose last week. You don't want to lose the fire you're on. I mean, that, that's why it's always handy having something like, um, I know you have it on your phone, it's like notes, but sometimes it's even good just having a little notepad or sketchbook and you can write ideas down that would jog your memory in the hindsight. So I always used to carry a little um, notebook or that and used to do like little sketches as I move along. Yeah, yeah, notebooks, um, memos on your phone, like voice memos. I do mm. that a lot when I'm driving. I just, I get in the car and I'll just put my voice recorder on I just put it on record so I don't have to play with it at all. And I will just talk or I'll just sing or I'll just brainstorm for like four <clears> minutes whilst I drive. And it's just really good because sometimes, most of the time, it's just nonsense. But I've got the start of a new song. That's good. So I think I made the chorus, like completed a whole chorus. <clears throat> like already for it like just from brainstorming mm. so i'm looking forward to seeing where that goes it's it's using it's not wasting moments doing one mundane tasks and that's it like mm. if you if you have to do chores at home and you're a creative person talk about what you want to do like no have a voice voice thing on and just talk about it but it's a bit it's a bit harder if you're just like uh a painter i guess you or a sketcher you could talk about the ideas mm. but if you're like say a novelist or a songwriter especially if you're a novelist speech to text and you could just talk what you need to write down you can dictate mm. it and then you're multitasking yeah, because it's always important. Because if you say something out loud, then it will sound different to what you think of it. And it might not make sense. And you might need to add a few lines. So obviously you might think of one sign that makes perfect sense to you. 
But if you said it outside in the open, it's going to be, huh? Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. You know what, Mark? I think we've run out of time. Well, I guess the... uh... I didn't actually realise how quick this one went. It is amazing how much we can talk. Yeah. And there, there is a uh, thing we obviously do need to do. We obviously need to uh, have a good goodbye for our second episode. So what are you thinking? So what I'm thinking is try and do little jingle. Now, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's a You're song you can jingle make us already? Well, I could, I could try, but the thing is, it's not going to be the same for each one. Oh, no. The, these jingles are going to be on the fly. I mean, if I can learn the keyboard, I might throw that in, but mm. we're not going there yet. No. I mean, the jingle for today, I don't mind doing it, and no it might sound a bit American, and it's going to repeat the same things. But it's basically going to be podcast, podcast. Everybody loves the podcast. Wishing you all a good night, good morning, good evening. Podcast, podcast. I've embarrassed myself too much, so I'm going to end it on podcast today. <laughs> right, that, that's that's mine. That's my embarrassment. And if you ever watch it on YouTube, you will see my face. I'm going to have a drink now. Yeah, so Mark's just had a well-earned drink there. Oh, indeed. And it was very nice. So that's the end of this podcast, we're afraid. Uh, we will catch you on our next one, which will be on the 1st of August. Oh, it's going to be August by episode three. That's oh, that's amazing. It, it's All right. Take care, everybody. Take care. Uh, we've loved it again. And we'll see you or hear you speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.